Welcome to the What If Podcast, where we rewrite sports past, present, and future. We're your hosts, Eddie, Jeet, Cameron, and Michael. Four lifelong friends, each with a unique perspective on sports. And find out, what if Lolo Jones didn't stumble on that hurdle in the 2008 Summer Olympics? Hello, everyone. It's great to have you back, or if you're a new listener, welcome. Today, we have an interesting topic, but before we delve into it, we're really excited about the fact that things are opening up in our respective areas in terms of COVID and everything. So we just wanted to talk about some of the things that we are excited about doing now that things are opening up. So, gee, talk to us. What are you excited about doing now that things are opening up? I think the thing I'm looking forward to most are the restaurants coming back. I miss buffets most of all. Yeah, I just want to get in there, just get dirty with some food. Okay. Isn't it nice or isn't it not nice when you have to like pick up food and like either eat it in your car or take it home? It's just never hot anymore this is not the same as eating in the restaurant where it's coming out fresh it's not the same i'm looking forward to that coming back i remember you you did an interesting thing whenever you went to i think you said you did this in boston but whenever you go to restaurants you go by yourself and you eat with airpods in like with your headphones in that is a really how do i put this it's a unique thing to do is that something that you will do again once things start opening up? I think it might be. I haven't thought that far, but yeah, I did like doing that a lot. What was your mindset like when you eat with headphones and just zoning out and acting like you're just eating like no one else around or something or like no one comes up and bugs you or something? I really didn't think too much about it. I just <laughs> just wanted to eat. My AirPods happen to be in. Sometimes I listen to podcasts or music, but yeah, I don't know. It's just something I like to do. I'm not a big like eating with other people all the time. Sometimes it's nice to have your alone time. So I feel that. While you were talking about that, I was trying to type to see if there are any articles of people or like Google images of people eating in restaurants with the headphones in. That's just a whole new thing for me. So that's really interesting. So, yeah, I wonder if people, by hearing that, will partake in that as well. You might start a trend if it's not already. I feel that too, G. Like, walking through an airport with headphones on is, like, the best feeling. I don't know why. Even eating by yourself, just in general, like, sometimes it gives you a lot of confidence and, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, I'm doing my thing, you know? Especially for a buffet post it up you are not moving like, <laughs> you're like I'm here for the next hour and a half like I'm doing me I don't care about you but yeah it'd be funny if a google search of jeep with his airpods eating some clam chowder at a boston market or something I like I like the premise of that you will make it happen 
I love that the first thing that we're talking about when Eddie brought up the topic of, you know, things being more open so you could socialize more is being totally not sociable at all. Like being excited to like not talk to anybody. Love that. That's funny. Cameron, what about you? What are you excited about? Well, there's a bunch of stuff. Me and my wife, we love to go to movies. So having the movie theaters back open and something about like movie theater popcorn and like an icy just really slaps, you know, really busting. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of like Marvel movies and stuff coming out here soon and excited about that and traveling too. And I think the biggest thing for me is I love going to sporting events. So like we're going to visit my nephew. He goes to Kansas State. So we're going to an OUK State game, football game in October. And obviously me and Michael and Eddie will be going to the Gold Cup game down here in Kansas City. So we're going to see some live sports, maybe catching some Royals games or something like that. Super pumped to start doing that again. Get some barbecue. Yes, sir. Some Joe's. Ooh. You want to give a shout out to Joe's? Joe's Barbecue, formerly known as Oklahoma Joe's. It's delicious. I think it's my favorite barbecue place in Kansas City. I haven't been everywhere, so Kansas City people, don't be mad. If you have any suggestions, put them in the comments. Love it. Michael, my friend, what are you excited about now that things are opening up? Man. I would echo what G has said. I would echo what Cameron has said. Looking forward to both. Honestly, just like not even like intense conversations like in person, but just like the casual conversations after or during a pickup game with soccer. Been able to play a few times in the last week or two as things open up. It's just been good to see people after you haven't seen them for like 14 months. It's weird at first, like, you remember me, yes. And I remember you, indeed. But how do we start a conversation now? So I've been dealing with that. But it's been good fun getting back on the pitch, getting fit, because I've done next to no cardio in general over the last 14 months. And it's about time to change that. But yeah, really just striking up conversations, you know, either in public with the coworkers in the office. I'm really looking forward to that. Really just the day-to-day -day conversations that happen naturally, which I think behind a tel telephone, behind a computer screen, you don't get so much. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. You said a lot of good things about, you know, playing pickup and, you know, having those random conversations again. I was talking with my uncle over the weekend, and he was saying, like, how working remotely has kind of gotten you to forget these social skills. So trying to work on those again, it's really important. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I'll echo a lot of things that people have said. The food part, going out to eat. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Also looking forward to travel. That's a big thing, traveling. I miss, I miss traveling. I had the traveling bug right before the pandemic hit. And I was really bummed about that. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to resume the travel component. So I'm really stoked about the Kansas City game. That'll be my first time being on a plane since December of 2019. So yeah. 
first restaurant for everyone in person, like a sit down. If not already, where would it be? We went into a barbecue place not too long ago called Jack Stack. That was pretty good barbecue too. The uh, jalapeno cornbread was. Oh, that is like a confliction of tastes. Oh, it's delicious. Don't kid yourself. For me, I'm going to go Indian buffet. If I get to choose one place, man, you just post up for an hour or two and you just, oh, you just go for it. <laughs> Gotta echo that. Michael and I have been to our fair share of Indian buffets together. Shout out, especially to House of India, St. Louis. That's the spot. Grew up on that. So, yeah, good call, Michael. I'll see you there. Next week, right? Very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling buffet. I agree. Whether it's House of India, I'm really feeling that. What you call it, Michael? Help me out. The churrasco. Hey, there you go, Eddie. You speak Portuguese. I love it. Churrasco. Yes, yes. To the bang. I appreciate for my show, no? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to a buffet similar to, I think it's called Tuscano's in St. Charles. Yeah, that's a place that I'm really looking forward to going to. Fantastic. We talked about things that we're excited about. So, um, one of the things that could be happening, we don't know, actually. I mean, there are talks about the Olympics not happening, potentially, but I think it's safe to say that it is happening, hopefully. But uh, yeah, really excited about the Olympics happening. And related to the Olympics is our topic. So our topic, again, is what if Lolo Jones didn't stumble on that hurdle in the 2008 Beijing Olympics? Be sure to tune in. So. Lolo Jones, I remember I was watching the Olympics. I think this is like the first Olympics that I remember watching, like seriously. And this is when like Usain but like dominated. But I, I remember watching like some of the women's track and field events. And then I saw this really beautiful woman. I was like, who is this? So I typed up Lolo Jones. I was like, dang, that's Lolo Jones. And I remember... You know, just like before this particular race, before this final, that, you know, there's just a lot of talk about how like she's the favorite and how that she's likely to win the gold in this particular final. But before I get into that race a little bit, I just wanted to sort of give you just a brief precursor to Lolo Jones' appearance in the 2008 Olympics. So she failed to make the 2004 Olympic trials. But in the years leading up to 2008, she appeared in the 2006 World Athletics Final. She finished sixth in 100 meters and fifth in 100 meters. Fifth in 100 meter hurdles and fifth in 100 meters. 2007, in the USA Indoor Championship, she won the 60 meter hurdles, but she finished third in the 100 meter hurdles. In the 2007 World Championship in Athletics, she finished sixth in a 100-meter hurdle. And in the 2008 indoor campaign, just a few months before the 2008 Olympics, she finished second in the 60-meter hurdles, and she won the 60-meter hurdles. So based off of that summary, she did all right. 
actually won a couple events, maybe two. But, you know, as I mentioned in the 2008 Olympics, when she was participating in several heats leading up to the 100-meter hurdle final, you know, she was doing really well. She had the fastest time of the year in the U.S. Olympic trials for 2008 with 12.45 seconds in that particular event, the 100-meter hurdle. So I'm going to describe this race just a little bit. You know, I could share the video, but that's just going to take a while. But basically... We'll post it to our Twitter page. Okay, yes, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll post it to our Twitter page. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But basically in the race, you know, Lolo Jones, she kind of started off slow. But then she was picking up and she was in the lead. And there were two more hurdles left. But on the ninth hurdle, she didn't fall, but she clipped it. And she went from being first and she finished seventh place. She was devastated. So the aftermath of this Olympics, Lolo Jones was on the cover of Outside Magazine in 2012. She featured in ESPN, the magazine Body Issue in 2009. She received endorsements from Red Bull and ASICS. She was featured in an SEC-sponsored ESPN film called Lolo. And she appeared on the Jay Leno Tonight Show. If you compare with the American that finished first in that race, her name is Dawn Harper. She's an East St. Louis native. And if you compare the sort of media appearances that Dawn Harper received, they kind of pale in comparison. So October 6, 2008, the Illinois governor, the former governor, Rob Blagojevich, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's not a good guy. He declared that date Don Harper Day in Illinois. After Don Harper's success, she was named the spokeswoman for the American Diabetes Association. She was named the new ambassador for the United Way of Greater St. Louis Education Express. And she appeared on TLC's Say Yes to the Dress in 2012. So, yes, applause to that. In 2012, Lolo Jones, she tried to receive a medal in the same event, the 100-meter hurdles. But she, again, finished behind Don Harper. And she didn't even medal. She finished fourth, and Don Harper received a silver medal. Even after the 2012 Olympics, Lolo Jones appeared on Dancing with the Stars. She appeared on Whose Line Is It Anyway? She appeared on this show called Champs vs. Pros. She also appeared on Celebrity Big Brother. After all these appearances, Don Harper, she was quoted saying, just compared to Lolo Jones, she said, I just felt as if I worked really hard to represent my country in 2008 in the best way possible. And she came away with a gold medal and honestly seemed as if because the media's favorite, Lolo Jones, didn't win, all of a sudden it's just like, we're going to push your story to the side and still going to push this one. That hurt. It did. It hurt my feelings. So this all leads me to my question. What if Lolo Jones didn't hit the ninth hurdle? Would she still have received all the publicity? 
Would she have received less publicity? Another question that I have is, you know, what do you make of Don Harper not getting that much attention? Why do you think that is? Do you think she received a lot of attention, but she decided not to accept certain things, such as like an appearance on several night shows or anything? So do you think that was a personal choice or do you think she wasn't offered anything? Question, Eddie. Yeah. Was Lolo Jones a media favorite going into the 2008 race? She was a media favorite going into the 2008 race, largely due to the performance in the Olympic trials. So, like, she had the fastest time for Americans in that 100-meter so, hurdles. So would you attribute her being the favorite and losing in such a heartbreaking way, like – they ran with that story and followed her more than the girl who won it? That's a possibility. Yeah, I think a lot of people sympathize with her. But then again, I read a little bit about like Lolo Jones's background and she grew up in like humble beginnings. She grew up in some area in Iowa, I can't remember where, but single parent home, moving from place to place. That's also something that the media paid attention to, you know, that kind of story. She's made it to the Olympics and, you know, she has a possibility of winning gold. But then Don Harper, she also had a similar background, kind of humble beginnings in East St. Louis. It's a rough area to grow up in. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a rough area. And even leading up to the 2008 Olympics, she was injured. Like, I think she had a knee operation. So she was like a major doubt to even participate in those Olympics. But she barely made it by 0 0.007 seconds to wow. qualify. And she wasn't sponsored at this time. Like she wasn't sponsored by Nike at this time. So she had to borrow spikes from a teammate to participate in the races in 2008 and the Olympics. That is also in itself a story that people should, I think, pay attention to because she defied all the odds and she won gold. I think that should be talked about more than Lolo Jones. Yeah, that's weird why they would focus more on that than the actual person who won. Mm -hmm. The first thing that came to mind when you said this was your topic, I recognize Lolo Jones's name because I'm thinking at some point, oh, wow, she is really attractive. So I'm wondering if, like, she kind of had movie star looks, if that's, like, the main factor in this. Oftentimes, and especially female athletes, they're not appreciated as much for their success as they are for their marketability or their physical appearance, which is just stupid. But I wonder if that's why she had become much more of a celebrity with much less of the success. That's a good point, G. I didn't really think about it, but that's a sad truth in our world right now. That's definitely true. Yeah, I think other people, like I read some other articles about this topic, like why does Lolo Jones get so much attention when she hasn't even earned a single Olympic medal? Some people point to race, specifically about the issue of colorism. Meaning, Lolo Jones, she's biracial, half black, half white. And Don Harper, she's black. 
this article was making the argument that like they're kind of touching on that like movie star look and that movie star look is what Lola Jones kind of exemplifies someone who is lighter skin so that was also something that was talked about yeah it's sad to say but not knowing the situation before very well I feel like that would be the case because not to say that Don Harper didn't have publicity after I mean she had some recognition in Illinois and everything like that, but it was definitely not mainstream media. You know, Dancing with the Stars, Celebrity Big Brother, the nine other shows that Lolo Jones ended up appearing on, you know, she didn't even place. And I think there's a reason for that. And even in 2012, she finished second. Is that right, Eddie, Don Harper? Yeah, she got a silver medal, yeah. And I think there are different arguments that could be made, but I don't think the mainstream media would say she was the favorite or it was because of the jump that she became famous. I think, unfortunately, for other reasons that we've kind of talked about already, I think that would probably play a much bigger role than we would like to admit. Mm. I would like to also read another quote because Lola Jones, she also participated in the 2014 Winter Olympics as a member of the USA bobsled team. And there was one person who was trying to compete to get on that team. And Lolo got the position over that other woman. And this woman said, I should have been working harder on gaining Twitter followers than gaining muscle mass. <laughs> so she, I mean, that person, she could be real salty, but I just thought that was funny. To answer your question, Eddie. Yeah. Based on like, cause I, I remember these races and stuff like, me and dad, we always watched a lot of the track and field and followed that pretty closely. But I remember those races specifically, but I can tell you right now, I didn't even know who the person was that won it. I had no idea she was American. Looking back on it, I remember Lolo Jones. Yeah. So it's weird to think about that. And like, I remember her being on the bobsled team and like, that was a big deal and not making podium in 2012. And following that story because the American media just drills it into your brain. I think that if she would have won that race, I honestly don't think anything would have been different. Mm. Obviously, Don Harper probably wouldn't have been in the limelight as much. Maybe she would have been a little bit just because she was an Olympic athlete and maybe they would have still recognized her for those things. But I mean, just how much they covered her and like, you say the name Lolo Jones, I bet 50% of America would have thought and said, oh, she was a track athlete. We'd be like, oh, what'd she win? An Olympic athlete with that much following typically is someone who's won. So it just makes me think that it probably wouldn't have been much different. That kind of makes me angry in a way. I feel like Don Harbour got, because she got the glory she can always say that she's an Olympic gold medalist and a two-time Olympic medalist. But then did she get what she wanted out of it? Yeah. When I was researching this, like I was researching it to focus on Lolo Jones, like a positive side. But the research led me to focusing on Don Harper and how she was kind of slighted 
that was kind of surprising because I've always been an admirer of Lolo Jones. I kind of resonate with what you're saying, T. I kind of feel a little disappointed. And I don't think it's her fault. I don't think it's Lolo Jones' fault for the way how Don Harper has, like, not received that much media coverage. But, uh, yeah. Good topic. I didn't know that much. Like I said, I, I mean, we follow track and field, not super close, but close enough where, you know, we know a lot of the people. And I mean, I, I didn't remember that at all. And I had no idea the difference was that big in the media coverage and all that. Had you been settled on this topic for a while, Eddie? Like you would wanted to do something with this? No, it kind of just uh, came to me. Yeah, I knew last week I wanted to do like a different sport that I wasn't really familiar with. I mean, I'm I I like I know track, I know the different events and stuff. I just wanted to go back to something I remember watching. That's kind of how I base these what ifs things that I've seen that were like jarring for me at the time. You brought up a good point too, Eddie, with the racial difference. And obviously, as being a white male, I, I don't have a lot of place to speak about racial injustice. And it, it makes me really hope that race didn't have anything to play with it. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, most track athletes are black. And having someone that is a little bit lighter skinned, that maybe plays a little bit more towards the public, and who's very beautiful. I hope that that's not the case, that the media would be more attracted to her as their spokesperson or the face of the Olympics or face of the U.S. track and field simply for that reason. That makes me kind of worried about American media, really. It wasn't something I ever had thought about talking about Lolo Jones, so I'm glad you brought it up. Eddie, if I can pose a question real quick, because I have no idea on the information. Bobsled, you had said in 2014, Lolo Jones? That's correct. Do you think it was justified for her to make the team over the person who had said I should have been working a little more time on my Twitter following? Do you think that was justified for Lolo Jones to take her spot? I I didn't really look into the 2014 bobsled stuff, but I know there was like, there was like some controversy about it, but the U.S. Olympic committee or whoever i don't know they came out and said you know we stand by our decision so i think she did what she was supposed to do like i think she she qualified the conventional way she qualified in the right time and just beat the other person that's what i think i might need to do more research on that but that was kind of my impression kind of one of those things where you take someone who's worked their whole life doing this and trained for it and everything, but then they don't have the world-class speed, which is a big part of starting bobsleds. She might not have made the podium, but she's still one of the fastest women in America. So you just wonder, like, does that speed make up for the lack of training over time and for her to be willing to, like, try a new sport like that where she can bring speed to the table? I'd be interested to see, like, if other track athletes do it, too. 
That also makes me think of the fact that we're talking about a track athlete here. And I wonder how that plays into the question you asked Eddie about the fame that Lolo Jones got. How often do we see a track athlete become famous? I feel like it's not that often. Like I could only name probably two, maybe three track athletes, which would be Lolo Jones, Jackie Joyner Kersey, and Marion Jones. Mm-hmm. No do you attribute that to living in St. Louis? Knowing some of those names? Yeah, Jackie Joyner Kersey for sure. Marion Jones has the same birthday as me. No but, way. But yeah, so I wonder on one hand, maybe the public was like fascinated with the Olympics and craving some sort of star come from track to come from the Olympics. And the media just lashed onto Lolo Jones. And like Cameron was saying, whatever she did, it wouldn't have mattered. They were going to make her star no matter what. Mm. And then the other thing, part of me is thinking, yeah, that's only part of me thinking. <laughs> good topic, yeah, Andy. Yeah, good topic. Like Thank you. This is where our uh, sponsor comes in. Like we say, <laughs> who we're sponsored by. <laughs> I had some King's chicken tonight, and I would be very happy if they sponsored. If that meant I got more King's chicken. King's chicken. Ooh, aha. That sounds really good. I would love to be sponsored by Apple so they could send me a new laptop. (laughs) (laughs) One that doesn't blow up. This is your opportunity, Apple, if you're listening. Apple, if you're listening. I'm a free agent. (laughs) (laughs) I can just think about, you remember those commercials with the two guys that like the Apple and the PC? Justin Uh, Long. Justin Long, yeah, Justin Long. And then Justin Long being like, well, I don't blow up. And then the PC guy would be like, what? And then he would blow up. That would be a great commercial. Man, that was an effective advertising scheme in my book. Thanks for listening to the What If Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Stay tuned as we continue to reimagine the world of sports. Cane chicken. Ooh, aha. That sounds really good.